You're listening to The Ladies Room. I am Iris St. Moran. And I'm Jennifer Sanders. So by day, we're television news anchors at competing stations in New York. But in real life, we are the best of friends. So tell our listeners why we decided to choose The Ladies Room. Well, it's that place where you get yourself together, tell a secret, cry, laugh. Ladies know what I mean. Yeah, we definitely know what you mean. So you'll get to hear from some phenomenal ladies who are doing phenomenal things across the world. And our goal is to provide inspiration and information. You're on air and the ladies room. All right, so we are in the ladies room. We are with Vanessa Renee and Victoria Coit of Q's Culture. That's just one of the many things that each of these phenomenal women do. So first of all, Let's start with who you are. Who is Victoria Clayton? I know that you wear a lot of hats, so how would you describe yourself? Hmm, I would describe myself as um, hmm, the founder of Peace Culture, my co-founder, and um, also a lover of Syracuse and a person that sees pure potential in our city, in our region, and you know, just am called to fix the things that annoy me. I love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, um, oh, man. How would I describe myself? Um, I'm going to still Victoria's a lover of Syracuse, <laughs> right? First and foremost. Um, a culture builder, a community member here. And... Um, I guess I would, I would have to throw in a, another title, photographer. I'd have to throw that in there, yeah. yeah. What does it mean to be a culture builder? Um, you know, it just means that you are someone who is trying to enhance, I think, the culture in your community, um, bring positive things to the community, build the community up, influence in in a positive way, right? Because influence can go one of two ways. It can be negative or it can be positive. So um, to be a culture builder, you want to empower and influence in a positive way. So how did the two of you come together to kind of become culture builders and Hughes culture as we know it? <laughs> well, we had a mutual friend, so we've known of each other. We've known each other for a long time. Um, we both moved away from Syracuse and came back in our mid-20s, maybe late Late 20s. 20s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about late 20s. And Where'd you go? Um, I, went to, I went to D.C. Oh, how long were you in D.C.? I was in D.C. for about five, six years. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. And um, when we came back, we just sort of, both of our friends that connected us, they both were gone still, and we reconnected together and just, you know, Head it off and just continue to build our friendship and, um, you know, have great conversations. And from that, you know, we started a magazine called Sote. It was for mm-hmm. women of color called, uh, stands for Salt of the Earth. And shortly after that, I had a child, so things were stagnant for a long time. And when we came back together, you know, um, we decided to do something that was that brought everybody together. And more inclusive. One. Yeah, more inclusive, for sure. And so that's our relationship, like, you know, the start to now. Yeah, and Q's mm-hmm. culture was born. So what was that first conversation like when you said, I think we want to do something to bring people together to promote the positivity in Syracuse? 
and to kind of change the trajectory. Because I, y'all, y'all have laid a foundation, I think. Because when I first got here, there was stuff going on in Syracuse. You know, good things, but not as many as, as events as you all have started. So what was the first conversation like? How did you develop the name? How did all that happen? I think, so it was funny because <laughs> it really started with Sote. Mm-hmm. And where were we? I think we were like at Alto Cinco or something. <laughs> we were at some restaurant yeah. hanging, um, talking, and Victoria was like, I think I, would, I was telling her, I've always wanted to have a magazine. And she, like, we didn't know that. We both had that same idea. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, we should do this. And I was like, nah, I don't mm-hmm. want to do that. <laughs> what was your hesitation about? You know, um, I think I just never thought at that time you know, you have this big idea and you don't think you can actually do it, right? You say you want to do things. You're like, yeah, and you just think that would be great, but no, nah, I couldn't really do that. Like, other people do that. I don't do that. And so I think that was my hesitation. And I'm so thankful for Victoria being like, no, nah, we got to, like, yeah, we can do this. And I'm like, we can do this. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think that that's what life's about, you know, um, Right now, we say a lot of the time that Syracuse is a place that um, you can make an impact. And that's in our slogan, where you want, you want people to come here, highlight them, live, make an impact. And because it's a small enough place, but yet large enough town, that you can make a very large impact in a short amount of time if you just act mm-hmm. on whatever it is inside of you. And, you know, everything else will follow. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So what is Q's culture? What is the mission? What is your vision for it? I'm just so proud of how far it's expanding. I mean, y'all are really Thank you. doing Thank the work, you. seriously. Yeah. Um, the mission is, like I said, to highlight Syracuse um, and bring people back here and keep them here that want to live and make an impact. So um, we started off as a magazine, but we've evolved into a public relations firm. So we're a boutique public relations firm. We do brand management, um, website development, marketing, um, events, and things of that nature. So, And then Q's, um, you know, because it's spreading beyond Syracuse, and, what, and we want it to, um, it now is an acronym standing for Confident, United, Successful, and Empowered. Mm-hmm. So those are the the folks that we're reaching, and we wanna we wanna grab and have come back, you know, for sure, Definitely. or come and stay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Talk about the events that you do. So we started off doing networking events because we wanted to sort of have something that went hand in hand with the magazine as far mm-hmm. as meeting the people inside of it in in real time, and also having something. Um, after work networking that wasn't specifically the club, but it was still enjoyable. It okay. wasn't the club or the bar, and traditionally, um, for a while, that was like where people would congregate. And um, <clears throat> so that's what we started doing. <laughs> so yeah. we started off with doing um, networking events, and it sort of evolved into, you know, just different ideas for events. Um, executing them and sort of highlighting the city and different spaces in the city Mm -hmm. that weren't traditionally used as event spaces and sort of giving people a passport to the city Mm -hmm. and and seeing how great things are evolving yeah and the other thing is we're also we're also um what do I want to say like we're also 
I don't, I don't want to say getting older, but we're getting older, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's like we're not. It's reality. Yeah, we're, you know, the millennial generation, right? Because that's our target market. Um, isn't, you know, we're not necessarily in the clubs anymore. You know, we wanted other things to do outside of just nightlife yeah. and, you know. Being so, social. In, but allowing ourselves to be social. Now we have families, we have kids, you know. So there's other priorities, but we how can we keep all these things that are important to us and still and still have a good time? So I think we were thinking about that as well when we started the networking events. Mm-hmm. And by 10 or 11 o'clock, it's time to go to bed. Yeah. Right. Nine <laughs> thirty. <laughs> it's time to get in the bed. So that's till 2 in the morning, and it's like, you know, once in a, a quarter, if that situation. Yeah, yeah. Her days are over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm not the only one. <laughs> no. When you see just the seed that you planted in Syracuse and the events and the response and, you know, people enjoying themselves and having just that, you know, because I'm not a club person, so like I'm like I, I'm gonna you know visit this new place. How does it make you feel? Just the response and just how people are receiving it. Um, it, it feels um, accomplishing. You know, um, I think for both of us, like we always don't want to just be stagnant. You know, it, to be able to evolve is a good feeling, and understanding like okay, what did I do last? What's next? And they keep like raising our own bar mm-hmm. is really the challenge for us, not really to um, try to follow any other status quo. Mm-hmm. So it feels good that people, uh, the when I, and when I think of a vet in my mind, I think of how I want to people leaving, like mm-hmm. what their response needs to be, mm-hmm. and then I hustle backwards. You know, um, okay, so what needs to happen in order for somebody to be walking out like, yo, that was everything, you know, I feel good, my feet hurt, but it's all good. (laughs) Right. You know, like, whatever I want them to be saying, I'm going to say, okay, what needs to be in place for that to happen? And it usually works out. So it feels good to see seeds planted and other people doing events and other people just not being scared, Mm -hmm. you know, and not, not... placing a narrative on themselves of what other people, the, the narrative that other people have, you know? There's nothing to do with this. Like, they, they are being confident to create their own narrative and then live it, mm-hmm. you know? So that's what I see as coming yeah. from it. And it feels yeah. good to see people connecting too, right? Because yeah, sure. there's some people that are shy, you know, they want to stay in the current, so they'll come to the networking event and, you know, you see them just kind of you know, walking around the (laughs) the peripheral, just watching. And then the next event they come and they kind of get in and then finally we just got to pull them in there and introduce them to some people and they leave like, oh, you know, I've met this person and now we're going to collaborate and do Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z. And it's just nice to connect people, see people connecting our people and, you know, others and, uh, and growing from that. And they're growing. Definitely. And I think you touched on a key theme is just connecting people. And it isn't just our people. I mean, it's like people who are from all walks of life. And I think that that's beautiful that y'all are able to bring so many people from so many different backgrounds Mm -hmm. together. That's so important. How are you able to to get all those people in the same space? And, you know, business ideas are being birthed. New books are being written because you're getting all those people together. Well, relationships will get you Mm -hmm. everywhere. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know, and um, not to cut you off, but the 
Um, I think the one thing that we also pride ourselves is our outside one-on-ones and our outside um, ability to build relationships, right? So when we go into a room, it's not, okay, we just want to put all of these people in a room. No, we know that so-and-so is looking for X, Y, Z, and so is so-and-so, right? So when they're in the same room, connecting them and making that connection and not um, assuming that it's going to be organically made. But in order to do that, you already have to have a relationship with the people in the room. What do you love about Syracuse? For, you know, so because for people who mm-hmm. don't really know much about it, but it's you know, this is your hometown. It is. Um, what do I love about Syracuse? I I love um, I love people in general, right? And people from all walks of life. And I feel like Syracuse is a microcosm of the world, mm. and that um, you can go really, really to a a high place here and you can go to a really dark place and there's people in all ends of the spectrum and so just understanding and meeting all of these people I, I find it very like gratifying um, people turning their lives around I find that gratifying the opportunities here um, and how people choose to utilize the opportunities not as not always as a hand up but as even coming from somewhere else when they're like, y'all don't see what y'all have. You know, you don't understand what's going on here. And the way that other people choose to utilize opportunities. Um, and just like the natural landscape and the history and the, you know, things of that nature. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I think um, I agree with all that Victoria said. And also um, the opportunities and the fact that Syracuse it's big yet small. Mm-hmm. So I love that I can go somewhere by myself and I know that I'm going to run into one of you two and like, <laughs> or some other people and just be able to connect um, if I'm going out by myself. I think that's something that's nice about a small town, right? Whereas if you're in a big city, you kind of get lost and you may not, you know, know people. And then at the same time, you can go somewhere and kind of be incognito if you want to. Um, so I, I actually like that. I think that's great to be able to just go somewhere and know like, oh, I know I'm going to run into somebody today mm-hmm. and have some type of great conversation and you never know what's going to come out. Like, for example, yesterday. Yeah, no. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Writing into Jennifer and like just, it was just an unexpected fun day. Like that, it was, it was good. So I think Syracuse offers that because it's small enough. Mm-hmm. What kept y'all here? I mean, you did leave, but then you came back. And I think that obviously that's a mission of a lot of the city leaders is to keep the young people here, to keep them working here, living here. What brought you back and what made you stay and say, I'm going to change Syracuse. I'm going to change the perception of Syracuse and make it make it a better place. So what do you want? <laughs> what brought me back here was a job. Um, so I was living in Boston. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I had just finished my master's. I have this great master's in HR management, and I can't find a job mm. in a very large city. Cannot find a job. Um, and just ironically, the job happened to be here. Um, so that's what brought me back, the opportunities. There are so many opportunities here for young people for us um, to advance. And that's actually what kept me here. I was only supposed to be here for a summer. 
and the summer has turned into eight years. Um, <laughs> That's a lot so, of people's story. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that kept me here, and then also Q's culture kept me here. Um, and seeing the impact that I could have on a community, on the community, um, is what is part of what kept me here. So. Um, I would say what brought me back was um, a inner, <laughs> like a, a spiritual journey, mm. um, where I was that I was just always um, like my body was elsewhere, but my my mind and my spirit was still here. And so when the opportunity presented itself, I just sort of, you know, had a conversation with myself about, I didn't know what it was that was calling me back here, but I was on my way to go back and find it. And so um, I just came back and started getting, um, like, knee-deep in community work and becoming a community organizer and things of that nature and an activist, and it sort of led me to where I am today. Did you feel whole when you came back? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I felt like it, it, like any journey, like each step, you're like, okay, I'm closer to somewhere, especially a journey where you don't know what the end is supposed to be. Um, so I felt like I was home and I was, you know, evolving, but I wasn't quite sure, like the wholeness of knowing, like identifying what that was, it, it still evolves every day. So what's next for Q's culture? Well, let's talk about the scholarship because you all recently had a gala. I was out of town. I couldn't go. But I heard an amazing thing. And I saw the picture. I'm like, everyone was slaying everybody. <laughs> yeah. So what, uh, yeah, tell me a little bit about that and just um, how that has evolved and what you all are doing. So um, the gala, the ball, gala ball, was, um, the purpose of it was to introduce our foundation. So um, Q's culture right now as a PR agency is a for-profit um, entity and we were starting a nonprofit entity um, called Q's Culture Legacy Foundation. So we wanted to have the ball just to introduce folks to that and let them know, you know, that it's coming and what that looked like. And so at that time, we announced what our annual scholarship was going to be um, and whose name it was um, in honor of, and that is Katie McBride, um, a, a woman that has. Um, made her own silent almost impact you know I feel like there's so many silent leaders in Syracuse mm -hmm. that aren't recognized but they don't need that to do the work they just do the work and she's made an impact on a lot of people Vanessa share a little bit more about the foundation mm -hmm. um, yeah so the Cuse Culture Legacy Foundation would is going to house our Cuse Culture Academy um, which is geared towards 15 to 18 year olds uh, young men and young women and basically teaching them what we know and what we learned later in life and giving them those tools earlier. So around networking, branding, their personal brand, um, entrepreneurship, you know, or even if they want to just go off and go to college and follow the traditional path, they can do that and giving them those tools about job interviewing, resume writing, you know, all those, those things that are important to be successful. And then in hopes in planting seeds in them that this has such a huge impact that they're going to want to come back with whatever they go out to, say they go to college um, in Atlanta or wherever, you know, they come back home with all the stuff that they've learned because they've had this experience with us right. and they want to give back. Mm -hmm. I think it goes hand in hand with a lot of our clients in PR. 
are into redeveloping the city. And so we sort of look down the road and say, who are going to be the leaders inside of this redevelopment? Yeah. And, you know, I feel like it's uh, the leaders right now tasked to bring more leaders on board. <laughs> and so at the Leadership Academy, we'll be cultivating leaders that can be, you know, put into situations that are already pre-existing. Mm-hmm. What gave y'all the confidence to go after Vanessa, what you call just kind of a, a big dream that you didn't think could really come to fruition? Because I think a lot of times we write dreams down in notebooks right. or, <laughs> you know, or in our phone, but then sometimes it just doesn't happen. So what gave you the confidence to say, you know what, we're going to do it? And like we always say, do it afraid, but we are going to do it. What gave y'all the confidence to do that? I think for me... Um really getting in touch with my spiritual side and developing that um, helped me with my confidence. And then also just the other women leaders that I've met since being back in Syracuse were seeing things like, okay, this is possible. I can do this. You're right. And having conversations with you know, some, some pretty powerful women in Syracuse. Um, and then also the encouragement my dear friend (laughs) and other friends and family members you know saying like yeah you you can do it Um, so I think that coupled with um, just really getting in touch with my spiritual side has helped me with my confidence Mm -hmm. and and being able to do it Um, I I would say God you know um I, I I can't remember where I heard this saying from before, but it's like a saying that God could do anything but fail. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so just just knowing that and pushing that around in my brain, it's just like whatever I want to do. And a little bit like Sheree from The Housewives, like who gonna stop me? Both? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like who's gonna stop? I me? love that. You know, and and with God on your side, and you pray, and you say, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I heard somebody talking about the other day, like. What at the end of what if at the end of life you, you know it wasn't about the destination it really was about each step and each journey. Yeah, the journey. I think it was like a homeless man um, talking to somebody on Facebook, and it was just like how you treat people in that journey, how you elevate in that journey, um, what you say yes to, you know. And so in this season of my life, it's just about God. It's about discernment because when you have to be a lot around, around a lot of people, you have to have discernment mm-hmm. and. Um, that would be it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, Iris's question. My question. Yes. <laughs> what would you tell your younger self? Mm. That's the one that always stumps everybody. <laughs> um, I, I mean, so many things. <laughs> um, just, you know, I guess what I tell my daughter is, like, you know... Dream, dream extremely, extremely big. Mm-hmm. Like, my daughter's imagination is crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. She makes up these stories and stuff. And I'm just like, you know, that that story that you tell yourself is your life, you know. It is your life. It's not what you see. It's what you say, you know. So I would tell myself to keep, you just spell the story out. Like, you know, it's, it's, what, you, it's what you want, you know. And make sure that it's in alignment with what God wants for you. Beautiful. You're still thinking? <laughs> I am. I guess I would tell my younger self that, you know, 
you don't you can do whatever you want to do. You don't anything is possible. You don't need anyone's permission um, to do it. You don't you don't need anyone's permission. So just go out and do it. It's all possible. That's what I'm really saying. All right, man, I love that. Okay, so if we want to find out more about Q's culture, just all the amazing things you all are doing, how can we do that? Um, I would say go to Q's culture.com. Um, mm -hmm. We are Q's culture across all social networks, Instagram, Facebook. Mm -hmm. Q's culture, thank you all so much for thank being you. here. Keep thank doing the amazing work in Syracuse. Thank you. Let's keep the conversation going. Connect with us on social media using the handle OnAirTLR. And of course, if there's a lady you want us to interview, let us know. We'll chat again soon in The, the Ladies Room. room.